The Indians send signals from the rocks above the pass. The cowboys take position in the bushes and the grass. The score is with the corporal. She is tied against the tree. I know you didn't want to see cats, but you no. won't be seeing cats at the Oscars this year. Oh, really? Have we already found out what the nominees are? Who's hosting the Oscars this year? First first things first. I, I don't know. Um, we have to know by now, right? Um, I would think so. Didn't they, did they try last year no hosting? Yeah, new host, yeah. no host. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't think we've decided yet. Okay. Uh, I think they're thinking about going without a host again. But then who's going to make fun of Cats? I, yeah, it's easy target, right? Yeah. Cats has pulled itself from... Let me restart that. Uh, Cats has ended its campaign for uh, awards contention. And really? I assume that this means any award show of next year. Yeah, Universal Pictures put the kibosh on any kind of promoting... Of it for, you know, best film, score. Really? Song. Yeah, you think they could at least probably shoot for that. Yeah, right? I would think so. But I think in the wake of how horribly it was received, yeah. uh, they have done not done that. They've just said no. And again, I, I'm not allowed to see it, so I can't say. But can't we, isn't there an appreciation for a camp classic? Does it, does yeah. it ascend to that? Um, I've heard from people that it doesn't even do camp well okay like it's it takes itself a little bit too seriously Uh, i mean that could be camp for sure but the it's not like you don't just like enjoy it like oh i'm having fun like it's like painful to watch um so i don't know um i like i said if you really want to see it (laughs) i will go watch it i don't i actually do want to see it but i don't really want to pay for it because I want to. I want the option to bail on it when I'm when I get bored. When you're done of toying with it. Mm. When it goes under the couch, I want to go do something else. <laughs> uh, and if I had to pay, you know, sixteen bucks to see it, I'd probably want to stick around just to yeah. justify the expense. But right. I mean, there's like a there. Taylor Swift is probably thinking, oh, I'm gonna get another shot at an Oscar, you know, with her new song that was in it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't think we have to throw the. Cats out with the bathwater. Wow. Which they would not enjoy. No, no, they would not. Uh, that, or being in a bath. Yeah. It's just a bad situation for cats. It is. Um, I think they will win some Razzies, though. That's what I think. Oh, they're going to lock those up. Yeah. Those right. are worthless, though, right? Yeah, they are. They're not. Much. I found out the other day that it's not. First of all, you'd think, oh, it's let's have fun. Right. We are being critical. Of course we are. But we like movies. And, you know, when like um, Sandra Bullock. Uh, goes and accepts her Razzie Award. She accepted her Razzie Award, I think, the night before she accepted her Oscar Award oh. for uh, The Blind Side. Oh, okay. Uh, because she was in All About Steve or whatever that year as well. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's like, oh, okay, so it's a kind of fun thing. You know, you you know, they're making fun of things, but it's it's light and it's wake nudge. It's not. It's just a bunch. Imagine like an internet movie commentator. Mm-hmm. Imagine, don't look across the desk at me. <laughs> Uh, who's just a real pill and is just a real jerk and cynical about everything. Close your eyes, close your eyes and imagine. <laughs> and that's, and then times it by 500 and that's them. And then apparently the votes, I mean, it's not like the Oscar votes are all that legitimate, but like the votes are, you buy the votes. Really? So it's the thing is, the, I think the organization is supported by people like buying votes you know it's like 10 bucks for a vote or whatever and some people like oh man i hate that cats i can i I can drop 500 bucks on this and so it's like 50 votes against cats wow yeah that's a lot so Um, yeah it's just whatever is 
the odds on, uh, and this happens, we've talked about this, this happens in like, quote unquote, legitimate criticism where yeah. critics just go, oh, wow, boy, I love that book of Henry. Yeah, right. I know. Because I kind of have to support somebody or I don't want to piss off Sony or whoever made that movie. Right, right. And then it's like, cats, I think we can all get by on this one. If we all do, if we all skip school, <laughs> they can't put us all in detention. Right. So we all just dump on a movie like Cats. And, you know, a lot of people worked very hard on Cats. I'm sure they did. Not the VX, uh, VFX artists. No. Not them. No. Because <laughs> like you said, it wasn't even really done when it was first released. Yeah. And apparently it's just not even very good. Like nobody yeah. expects Gollum, but there's just literal because a lot of times like uh okay so like francesca hayward is you know a royal ballerina or whatever mm-hmm. um and i'm sure maybe jason derulo can move i don't know but like a lot of the actors aren't necessarily dancers or performers right and so if like taylor swift's character who i i don't know why i know she's called bomb ballerina if she does a backflip, that's not Taylor Swift, but they'll right. just, who cares? It's already a computer anyway, so they just stick her face on there. Mm-hmm. But apparently they don't do it very well, so the face is all like weird and floaty. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't sit well, does Like it? when uh, Conan used to do the thing where he'd do the uh, Johnny Quest thing where they'd have like Bill Clinton and then somebody else's mouth. It's like, oh, hey, Conan. And it's just like, oh, just the man. lips yeah. are moving, they're floating around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I cover everything on this show. <laughs> We do. Except for we like really do. stuff we don't like. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well, speaking of that, <laughs> we're going to talk about things that we like today on yeah. this, the last show of 2019 for the Just Enough Trope podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mika Hanna. And we're here to talk about, like I said, our best picks of yes. 19, uh, 2019, or the 19, as I call it. <laughs> Say goodbye to the teens. You yes. won't see them again, well, ever. And um, not in our life. Maybe our descendants will one day see them yes uh, yeah and we're moving on to 2020 yes which the roaring 20s right? yeah i always think of hugh downs and barbara walters oh but that yeah was a while fair enough too. uh yeah I, i'm tired of explaining to people how old i am <laughs> maybe i need to own it um yeah you're not that old though i don't think you're that old yeah well you're pretty old oh thanks now what do you think <laughs> No, I think I want to smack you <laughs> for <laughs> hey, saying that. Hey, that's elder elder abuse. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of our picks, kind of the the main ones. You know, I yes. thought we'd talk about TV shows and films, and um, what else? Album um, of the year. Well, um, like an, I didn't really um, maybe video game. Of yeah, the year yeah, video game. Well, yeah, I didn't want to like TV shows and movies important. Um, and I the rest of the categories we cover so much that I didn't want to like just sit and do like we've done the jetties before in the past yes. and we've kind of retired them or at least put them on break for now you know baseball didn't play for a year we'll give the jetties a break but we are talking about our sort of favorites and our picks and so i wanted yeah. to like solidify let's talk about movies and tv but uh a couple more that are sort of our 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 own sort of thumbs up yes um you know or, or blue chip kind of things you should be looking at yes um and they could come from the realms of uh, comic books or uh, tv mm-hmm. uh, video games or, or whatever even uh, specific creators and individuals yes exactly what do you think about 2019 just as a whole uh well um, well um there were some real positive things but um there are a lot of like stinkers out there too i think um and um uh i don't 
I I guess this is maybe being too specific. Um, I kind of wanted Captain Marvel to be better than it was, and um, I don't think that it necessarily moved female superheroes in like in film like in the direction that I wanted it to move it in. <laughs> really? Wow. I mean, maybe it did. Uh, maybe I'm being too harsh on it. Um, I just wish it had been better than it was i wish the script was better you know um i just think that it's not good and ant-man and wasp wasn't that good and i don't think black panther was that good i just think that we've clearly got you know it's like uh it's like uh it's like star wars Mm -hmm. right you got han solo you got chewbacca actually sorry we're gonna leave chewy out of this one okay take that metal back uh, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia. There you go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's thousands of people in the Rebel Alliance. Yes. But, you know, if you're, say, oh, I don't know, a Bothan, you're probably going to die getting those plans. But if right. you're Luke Skywalker, you're going to come out okay. Mm-hmm. And that's like the Russo brothers. And that's like, um, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. as just a a business, not necessarily a man. Right, Whoever's right, right. directing or writing for him. That's Marcus and McFeely. These are the guys that, like, are really making the 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 glowing hot core of MCU films. Yeah. And then all the other things just sort of like fall around there in Circle some around dispersal it. pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I think the I think um the 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 the, the good oversight of the MCU keeps the lesser films sort of within the within sc- uh, school of fish. Sure. But as we get on into like now, you know, early phase four or late phase three, we used to say like, oh can't wait for that Thor, it's gonna be great. But Ant-Man, yeah. it was all right. But all the new ones now, to me, have kind of just been all right. There hasn't been like a yeah. really good new one. Like Doctor Strange was okay. I agree. Uh, although the second one sounds great. Yeah. Um, I thought Black Panther was fine. Uh, but they haven't, we haven't heard anything about the second one, really. Um, no. And I think and Thor then I'm sh- So I'm sure away. that like the Captain Marvel 2 will be great, I think. But the Thor was the same way. You know, Thor was, the first Thor was like, eh, this is okay. I think I liked that more than the first Captain Marvel film, though. Um, I mean... Because you're part Dutch? No. Uh, wow. Um, I think... Because the Dutch angles. I don't yeah, know if I got get it. That. Yeah. Um, it's like Kenneth Brown is like, comic book, eh? <laughs> Boop. What? Well, I, I feel like the first Captain America movie was like, okay. It was. You like know, the more passable. I watch it... The more you like it really it. rubs off on me. Yeah, okay. I, I do. I actually really like it. Okay. Um, but I just I don't know. I just wanted it to be stronger than it was. <laughs> There's no better way to wrap up 2019 by I once know. again going over in uh, incredible intimate detail uh, every single film in the MCU, which is pretty much our jobs now. <laughs> I'll tell you what I thought about 2019. Thanks for asking. Yeah, what did you think? As about far as hellscapes go, not the hellest of scapes. True. I felt like this Fair. was, um, you know, this was the uh, Ravenclaw of Hellscapes. <laughs> Fine. Not Gryffindor. Not, not, not the best. Fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And um, after we talk about the news, which we'll do in a little bit, I wanted to sort of dig in more to that and talk sure. about the endless parade of spinoffs, sequels, and uh, sort of also rands that we <laughs> are basically going to be rating here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not necessarily the old thing about well, it's a new content and OC, but right, but it's kind of that though. Yeah, if everything is derivative of something, what are you bringing to the table? At least Annabelle uh, was a doll. 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's the Conjuring is it should be the Conjuring universe, right? But, yeah. But they call it the Annabelle universe. I don't know why. Because the Conjuring was first, and Annabelle was the creepy doll. But then she got her a movie, and then there's a nun, and then there's La Llorona. But it's the yeah, Annabelle I universe. honestly I don't even know how you keep it straight. But uh. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. But uh, yeah, that's the horror <laughs> podcast down the street. Uh, right. Let's talk about the news. <laughs> Well, we finally did it. We finally ran the news well dry. Ooh. Yeah, there isn't a whole lot to talk about. We talked about cats earlier, but we have finally uh, hit the bottom of the news barrel as everybody uh, takes a break, I think. Everybody just chills out uh, for the holidays and the news services take a break. And yeah, we just wait to hear if, oh, I don't know, another member of George Michael's family is going to die on the anniversary of his death, which happened. His sister died. Oh, really? The same day that he died. Uh, three years later, so, so yeah, sad. that is incredibly sad. I don't mean to make light of it, but yeah, it's, it's um, weird. It's too bad. Yeah. So, Billy Lord, watch yourself. Whoa. Just kidding. Wow. I don't mean to make light of it. I know. You, you can just keep saying that, <laughs> right? It's like, uh, <laughs> no offense intended, but uh, it's like, sounds like you're going to offend me. It seems like there's offense intended, yeah. Uh, speaking about cats, uh, cats could be headed for a $100 million box office loss. Wow. That's a that's a big loss. It Who will is definitely the lose. Again? Uh, Universal. It'll Universal. definitely lose. Uh, I think they. I don't know who does the math on this. It's like who measures Taylor Swift. But speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, it's yeah. going to lose at least seventy one million dollars uh, just for production costs, and then that's if the project projections are right on. Uh, if I don't know, people wow. in January go, "Wow, these January movies suck." I'll Let's cats. watch cats. Yeah. Uh, then you know they might do a little better, but yeah, it could be up to a hundred million dollars. I heard, and I guess this is bringing it back to T Swift, that she's only in the movie for one song. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Is that why there's so many different people who are in it? Like so many names? Like they're only in it for like <laughs> one song stuff, or something? At least. Uh, I'm. I'm not super. The the all the knowledge I have of cats comes from, uh, you know, almost forty years of just um, being. It's osmotic knowledge from the sure. theater community. I've never actually seen Cats, but I, I believe that her I, her character is not like a main character. It's one of the main characters of the uh, stage show, mm-hmm. uh, but they just kind of reduced her to um, yeah this one sort of big well, number. And and I wonder if like I I heard that she didn't really push a whole lot in her camp for like her fans to like go and see this. And she's I, pretty sm- she's pretty smart though. Yeah. She's pretty savvy. I I kind of wonder if like a lot of the people who are in this didn't really push too hard and were was everybody like this is not going to do too well or did it just kind of fall flat on its face? You know what would have been really ballsy? What? If Francesca Hayward was just like cuz when I hear about all the bad notices and I hear about how much money it's losing, I just feel really bad for uh, her, who is this is her first film, and she mm-hmm. is of course looking to break into Hollywood and get more work. Mm-hmm. And she's probably got a couple things lined up already. But right, hopefully, it so, somebody the, the studio is not going to take the blame. It'll take the general blame. Tom Hooper will be like, well, I don't know anything about cats. Right, it's just a job. Right, right, right. Judy Dench is Teflon. Nothing's going to stick to her. Right. So who gets the blame? Yeah. And even if there's just a sort of general blanket of blame, I feel like. It's going to be it's bad for her. her. Yeah. So I put myself in her pointy shoes and I think like, how do you, what do you do? Do you just go, well, you go to the premiere, I guess, or maybe skip the premiere. The <laughs> night after the premiere, you're like, what a terrible, Tom Hooper 
grab my butt and what a terrible Whoa. thing. And I, I hated every second of it. Wow. And then, for, you know, obviously your phone won't ring for six months. But then once the dust is cleared, people will be like, she knew. She knew that she had to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or do you just go do the Peloton girl and just go, well, I did my best. R- right. But I guess it's my face. <laughs> or whatever she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know about this Peloton thing? I've heard about Screw it. Screw Geek News. Check this out. Yeah. Uh, so the Peloton thing is going on. The woman who played the Peloton wife went on like the Today Show. Because mm-hmm. that's a thing still. Yeah. And she basically like did the opposite of what I suggested that Francesca Hayward do, which is just go on point their ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, jete over their problems. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm getting Sashay to the end of my. Over... I'm getting to the end of my uh, yeah. <laughs> my ballet knowledge too. Yeah. Uh, and she basically didn't necessarily blame it on herself, but she did say, "Oh, it's you know, it's my face." Like she kind of put it on her. Mm-hmm. That she has like a sad or scared face or something, and I'm like, "Wow, you don't did have your to manager do this. tell you to do that? No, like, what? yeah, you don't have to do this. No." So she's doing that. Meanwhile, the guy who plays the husband is like s- super double down, and he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's a pretty great company and a great product, and I bought one for my wife." He did an interview recently where he talked about how he bought one for his wife. Now I didn't watch the clip of the video, but no, so I can't tell how scared she looked, but. Right. And it's almost like, let's, maybe this is, they're trying to get inside of our heads and play both sides of it. Because if you're sympathetic to the Peloton wife, dial star one nine. If you're (laughs) sympathetic to the weird, you know, sort of right wingy husband, Husband. uh, then, you know, is is that what's going on? I might be. I don't know. If only cats had thought this far ahead. Yeah. Who's your favorite cat? I don't think I have one. Hashtag Rum Tum Tugger. Right, right. They all have ridiculous names too. Like, why? Yes. Um. Because it's to blame T.S. Eliot. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think <laughs> "Memory" is probably the best song from that. So, I mean, I feel kind of bad for Jennifer Hudson that, like, yeah. you know, they pulled it. I feel bad about just the kind of you know, don't see her in much. Yeah, I know. After she um, won. I want to say well yes, casting directors don't but, know either that's, yeah, what, wow. that's what's bad well um I hope you uh are, well actually you don't have to wait very long hold your breath because there's gonna be a cat's joke in Deadpool 3 which is currently wow. in development confirms Ryan Reynolds at Marvel Studios okay sure why not um <sighs> why not yeah do you think that the the, the, the leaden balloon of MCU portent can suffer the a, a dead pin uh, from the Deadpool? Uh, I think so. Um, I mean, like, they have jokes and stuff, but they got jokes. But it, it but it's not. It's not you like can't have some guy R. walk in from some other universe, and, which they'll absolutely do. You know, it's going to start with the snap or yeah. Thanos, Thanos farts and whoop. And then, like, whoop, he and pops Deadpool, Deadpool into our universe. Yeah, right. Like, I'm, who, I'm, who are you? I'm sure it'll be something like that, yeah. I mean, he's already, you already got, uh, what's his, Pierce Brosnan, on, um, Pierce Brosnan? Not Pierce Brosnan. Oh, man. Not Pierce Brosnan. I want to see that. Um, what's his name? Who plays Thanos <gasps> and, yeah, I know. Um, uh, plays Thanos. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. You already have him in Deadpool 2. 
So they'll make a joke about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, what cable is that? You right? Exactly. You look like you're cosplaying uh, the California Raisins, and Michael Jackson was in a transporter accident. Exactly. Or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. They, it took one movie for his shtick to get old. I, know. <laughs> I used to love Deadpool. <laughs> that means you're growing up. Here's something else that we can look forward to in 2020, fall of 2020 specifically. The Mandalorian is in production and will be airing uh, then. Uh, confirms John right. Favreau. Season two. Um, well, I think it went over really well. Um, I We've only seen half of it so far. Um, but I really, I, I liked it. Um, I don't think it's necessarily groundbreaking, but... Um, I like things that are not really all that groundbreaking. Well, Stay but, tuned for our wow. criticism of culture in 2019. <laughs> but I thought it was, I thought it was fun and I thought it was a different way to explore the Star Wars universe. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think this should have happened 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. When easily. they were talking about doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think there's, well, now that... We've just, you know, taken the Skywalker saga out behind yes. the cantina and put a blaster bolt in its head. Yeah. I think that the pressure is lessened on it being or feeling Star Wars because it can kind of be whatever it wants now. Yes. But I think that developing it and having it come out while we were all just choked with this glut of Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. was dicey. And, you know, they talked, like I said before, before... When the prequels were like coming out and wrapping up, they were talking about similar things. They were talking about like a Imperial Academy show, you know, or okay. or something that probably eventually became Star Wars Rebels, you know, the cartoon show. Yeah. But I I just think it took this long, and it took to the um, and let's face it, we're we're not in the we're in the um, tin age of TV at this point. It's not the golden age of TV. Yeah, I know the brass age of TV. But now we have. Companies like Disney who own and want to launch their own streaming platforms and they're willing to pay $10 million an episode so you can really do it. I don't think a Star Wars movie has to be super expensive to work. But if you're going to try to transition people from the movies into your service and also Star Star Wars on TV, Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is the way to do it. Yeah, I think so too. But I wouldn't mind if they just, you know, did a... Out of gas episode. Actually, that was a flashback. Firefly. What's the one? What's the Ryan Johnson episode from Breaking Bad where they're just trying to kill a fly for fifty minutes? Everybody <laughs> thinks it's so freaking great. Yeah, 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 yeah. They I could know. just do that. Like we're right. we're trapped in this escape pod. Let's right. talk or whatever. Exactly. I'm not, um. I'm not selling it. <laughs> well, if Cats wasn't finished, guess who's not going to have that problem? Who? Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 is completely done. Oh. As a film, Good. it is. The pick is locked six months ahead of its scheduled release in July of All next right. year. Well, um, or June. They are ready to go then. I think that. Uh, well, don't you think that that's a that's a good look uh, for DC? Uh, it's a good move. Or do you think that they need to be working on movies right up until they get released? So the the first one came out. This will, it'll be three years ago, right? When 2017, I, right? I think so. So it'll be three years once uh, the new one comes out. Oh, that's a good amount of time, mm-hmm. especially in a world where you've got a franchise, you've got the DCU and a franchise that you're trying to keep going. I think that's probably right on the mark. But I don't know. You just think I, I don't know how soon Endgame was locked before, but True. I but I would imagine it was not 
Not six months. No, not six months. Maybe six weeks, maybe? Yeah. Six days? <laughs> six hours in the case of cats. Well, I know, right? Um, so I don't really know what this means. I don't think this has to mean anything necessarily. It mm. just either means that they got everything they wanted. I don't know where they were sitting as far as reshoots go. Right. Um, but maybe they just got everything they wanted and they... I, we've already seen the trailer. We know there's impressive effects in it. So yes, yeah, maybe it's just a really good team. Yeah. Keep keep this team. Even if Jenkins goes and does something else, take whoever's next and just plug them into this team. Right. If make, they another, can, make the Flash movie with these guys. If they can deliver a movie sure. six months ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely a What if they get bonuses? No, that's not how movies work. But no, but it'd be cool if they got bonuses actually if they did. Right. Yeah. Um, Six months be a plus. Or, or more, or, or it's free. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Gal Gadot, uh, yeah. no, G- Gadot. Yeah. Gadot, Gadot, Gadot. Yeah. We got it. Uh, Gal Gadot is par- uh, partnering with an Israeli uh, entertainment company for a film adaptation of a novel that was uh, banned uh, from reading lists oh. by the Israeli government. Okay. Uh, because it's depiction of an Israeli-Palestinian romance. Oh, okay. And she and her husband will be partnering partnering with this company, uh, Keshet Studios, uh, to produce the and it's a, adaptation. An is- yeah, Israeli based, company. It's it's yeah, it's an Israeli uh, novel uh, or a novel in Hebrew uh, yeah. called Border Life. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that that has potential. I, I think that that sounds intriguing. I'm sure it happens. You know, I mean, I think it's a good look for her. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, think it's a good step. It 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 it's, back in the right direction, right? Uh, it's kind of like extending an olive branch, so to speak. Huh? No, maybe not. No, um, personally, people criticize her because because she's pro-Israeli. <laughs> Are you pro-American? <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well. You're not surrounded by enemies on all on all borders. No. Uh, is watch me play the devil's advocate and the angel's advocate at the same time. Okay. But I don't think it's been a lot. But people have criticized her because she has posted things. I only saw like one tweet that was like basically praising the men and women in the Israeli military and like telling mm-hmm. them to be safe. Of course, they're all in the Israeli military. Right. They have um, to be. I don't know. If she, I don't want to steal her valor, so I'm going to assume that she did her service. I'm going to assume that. Oftentimes, well. people don't get out of it or don't have to or they you know move. And I'm not saying they're trying to get out of it. I'm just saying yeah, most people serve, but not mm-hmm. everybody. Um, it's mandatory, technically. Yeah. But And I don't see anything necessarily wrong in a post like that. But if somebody that you knew mm-hmm. um, having the sort of political orientation that you do, which we won't specify, but you'll know what it is when I finish this sentence. Mm-hmm. And a friend of yours is like, man, I love the troops. How do you like me now, Toby Keith? Right. Woo. You'd be like, what? <laughs> Fair. And it doesn't map one-to-one. Right. But a lot of people are like, well, it's not great when the Israeli Defense Force bulldozes Palestinian settlements right. and shoots rubber bullets at people's faces. Yeah. So Gal Gadot has nothing to do with that specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but people, I think, read an insensitivity or a lack of awareness in that, okay, and sure. then they go on to assume you know, a lack of empathy or just hatred and racism, right? which okay. I, I can't confirm is there. No. But no. I think that this is... You know, this is a this is a step in the right direction, right? Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, uh, it it seems like that's a positive. She shouldn't be in it though. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Right. You you think that that's too much? Like her like helping back it is one thing, but then actually putting herself in it is is too far. I do. Okay. <laughs> yes, I All do. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see that. Uh, I guess I don't. I haven't heard or read whether she'll be in it. It seems weird if, uh, you know, you're going to spend all this time producing it, and you are uh, somebody who's a star, you know, on the rise, and um, it's kind of in your age range. Yeah. Um, you know why? I guess why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you? you do it? Yeah. But yeah, but like since you're the one who the, this mm, this well. I'm not sure. Is that 100% pure water? Oh, my goodness. Or is that a hint of poison? Yeah. If the well is somewhat poison, then why not just foster it and bring it to fruition? This, yeah, yeah. Um, And I haven't read the book, but supposedly um, an uplifting tale of right. like equality. Yeah, don't put yourself in there. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, kind of a, a bad look. Yeah. 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 Margot Robbie. Oh, you thought we were talking about Gal Gadot? Oh. <laughs> Margot Robbie's got to stop putting herself in. She wants to be a producer. Just produce some stuff. You don't have to be in everything. Right, right. Um, yeah, I hear you. Which would satisfy you. <laughs> I've given her kind of a bad rap, but You've come she, a long way. I, she's grown on me a little bit. So. Baby, three, first episode of this show was you ragging on right? Margot Robbie. So yeah, well. 339 hours never an hour uh later and you've come around yeah she's not so bad yeah i can't wait for birds of prey <laughs> well i have to reboot the show and start from, start from scratch <laughs> uh one more story that's kind of more in the enterprising individuals wheelhouse but i'll keep it short uh people are talking to simon Pegg, and if you know anything about simon Pegg, um and i don't so i guess i'll just stop right there okay but i i take him as a, an affable guy uh definitely a nerd yeah and he's got a lot of money Thanks to Mission Impossible movies. Yes. And then I saw a, a weird like Carrot Top video the other day where he's getting really buff for some reason. It's always mm. scary when funny guys get buff. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about but that. But then I saw a video the other day and he's just, I think he's just losing weight. I don't think he's oh, going okay. nuts. But somebody asked him about Star Trek Four because, of course, it was announced that yes. Noah Hawley would be making the next Star Trek movie. Yes. And when people ask him things now, he doesn't, I think he just tells you what it is. Okay. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's just being like fed up or like past the point in your life where you have to like be real nice and just Keep tell it like it is. Or, or something. if it's, uh, you know, a little, little Guinness in there. But <laughs> he's like, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. And since I wrote the last one, nobody's talked to me. Whoa. So if they're either they're doing Star Trek 4 and I'm not writing it and they're going to have to go and talk to everybody else and get us all back, which... Honestly, we kind of don't want to do now that Anton's gone. Yeah. Right. Or it's a completely different thing. So now we don't know if his Star Trek movie is going to be Star Trek Four, featuring the Kelvin Universe cast. Right. Something completely different. And, of course, the interviewer, reporter, being a good interviewer, followed up with, what about the Tarantino movie? And he uh -huh. said, I think it's still in the mix. Really? Now, I so haven't he's gone spilling the tea. Well, yeah, and I haven't gone back and checked his cuz people have asked him questions before cuz he knows sure. a lot of these guys, JJ Abrams and stuff like that. I don't I can't go back and speak for the veracity of his predictions or his, you know, whatever's, but right. I don't get the sense that he has been very wrong before. No. No. So, plus they let him write the last one. I know. So I think he knows what he's talking about. And now I'm totally confused. I'm very confused. Um, I was really excited about the idea that Noah Hawley was going to be directing 
one because I think he's a great director. Um, I hope that that is still the case and maybe they just haven't gotten around to talking to people about writing it yet. I don't know. Something uh, they should get on. Yeah, it's, it is. Um, I agree. Uh, but that's that's weird. And then, and then him saying that I think that the Tarantino one is still in the mix because Tarantino supposedly was like, I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. So what is it? You know, I'm thoroughly confused now. If you had to pick one, you're at a wild Hollywood party. <laughs> Somebody hands you a gun mm. and Noah Hawley and Quentin Tarantino both go on their knees. Uh, who goes, who makes Star Trek four? Noah Hawley. Yeah. Well, no, no uh, hesitation there. No, no. I mean, I think Tarantino could make an interesting film, but I think. Noah Hawley has shown that he really can understand like the uh, the source material and make a good story out of it. I honestly don't disagree. I mean, I really would, I think, like to see a totally one-shot, canonless yeah. Quentin Tarantino take on yeah. Star Trek in the way that I've talked about, maybe on this show, because Enterprising Individuals is on hiatus, so I can't remember, but I've <laughs> talked about the fact that, you know, if we're going to, look, if you're going to pimp out Star Trek's little ass. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, right? And Go they're for and it. they're trying. They're they're doing cartoons. They're doing you know yeah. all these shows. They're doing this and that. But if you're gonna do it, let's go for it. Yeah. Let, you know, let's robot chicken it. Let's. They're doing that with the Rick and Morty uh, cartoon show, and right. so and they're Nickelodeon. So yes, let's let's do it now. Know that not all those are gonna work. Right. And so when they don't, you just cut them off and you contract and then you find what does work. But mm-hmm. yeah, we should definitely take it all the way around the horn. And if Quentin Tarantino wants to be part of that that experience, then yeah. bring it on, I say. I agree with that you. That being said, Noah Hawley should definitely make this next movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, come on. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, 110%. So. <laughs> Is Lou Ferrigno going to be involved? <laughs> that would be something, wouldn't it? Have him play like a bad guy or something. He came like too that. late to be an alien, I think. On, uh, uh, I think he was still like competing or probably very young when Star Trek the original was on probably very young when that came on yeah, yeah back in the 60s like <laughs> you were just if you were a big guy you were just tall right <laughs> you were just you were just a tall guy uh six six four with a gut right that's a strong man <laughs> i was uh, i guested on a uh wrestling podcast recently and we were talking about the fact that like big guys back then were different yeah. you know the musculature was different it's just like a different Time era. and age, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you look at like Charles Atlas, like entry level of WWE now is like the Charles Atlas body, and then uh-huh. we're just gonna stack natural and unnatural things on top of that. But yeah. the most important thing back then, now too, definitely. But one of the most important things back then was just the ability to talk. Oh, sure, That's the ability a big part of to wrestling. yeah to talk to be animated. If you couldn't yeah. do that, and you were you were huge, you're fine. Then you don't have to say anything like under the giant. We don't expect that from you. But if any other size, you'd have to. And if these guys weren't like 6'2 or 6'3 or didn't have a little more like upper body strength, they'd just be car salesmen or they'd be in advertising or something like that. But they're the guy at the gym that like won't shut up. That's who becomes a wrestler. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, you just flex and that's it. Yeah. Or you become the governor of California.
Well, 2019 is slowly draining the last of its lacroix from the can, yes. giving it a couple shakes. Yeah. Oh. A little more. Making fun of it how again. I, I drink my sparkling <laughs> water. Mika, Mika. <laughs> well, I got you to laugh. Takes right. twelve sips. I know. Wait, anybody else? At the point where you would just throw the can away. She uh, takes about 12 sips. I want to make sure I got every last drop. You know, you can just like rip the foil, the the aluminum open, (laughs) and then just run your finger along the inside and then on the ground, like that. (sighs) Refreshing. The memory of watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I just don't, I was, you know, in uh, preparation for this uh, sort of recap, look back show, I was just Mm -hmm. looking at some of the stuff that's come out and it's like everything is like okay, okay. <laughs> and not really great yeah i i hear what you're saying i've had some yeah. uh you <laughs> promise people a witcher review uh here's my oh, witcher yeah. review bad uh i've had some <laughs> like real disappointments uh yeah you know everybody i've been screaming about this for years on the show and i think the chickens are finally coming home to roost i think mm-hmm. i have like mathematical proof okay uh of the fat springfield theory mm. which is when people like homer become reviewers and yeah. give everything seven thumbs up yeah, yeah yeah everybody goes wow i never realized how good everything was and it isn't really like about good and bad and i don't think entertainment should be about good and bad like mm. wrestling for instance sure you know enjoy what you enjoy but don't come into my house the art house and try to tell me that this is like Great, great, and this stuff. isn't like if you love, yeah. you know, The Witcher video game and the books, and you're loving the show, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it is not a good show, and you cannot no. tell me it is a good show. No, I thought it was very inconsistent, and honestly, I thought it was consistently confusing. It was very confusing, and I and, I, and honestly, I thought a little boring. And um, you said a couple of times, why don't they have him fighting monsters? Like, well, he fights a monster fights at, the, a monster very at the very beginning, so you know what, what he is. He fights monsters, yeah. and he, he his eyes turn black or whatever, and then we're not going to see that now for a while. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. And he hangs around this town after like people have like made requests of him, and he's basically made it clear, I'm not going to do what you ask me to because I'm, I'm my own boss. Right. Why don't You're you You're a freak, leave? Witcher. You mutant. Yeah. Get out of here! Yeah, and why it's don't like, you leave and go somewhere else? And I've read the I've read like lesser reviews that say like, oh, it's so great! You know, in the first five minutes, you know what's going on. I see a guy fighting a spider. Yeah. I don't know what that is necessarily. No, just no. just so you know, I'm I have played the game. Yeah. a couple of them or one of them, so I get it. Like, I know what's going on, but it doesn't that doesn't really tell me anything. And then I know that people hate witchers. You know how I know? Because they say the same thing over and over to him. A bunch of generic guys who yep. you know aren't going to be in the second second episode because yep. they're just stunt actors. are like, yep. get out of here, Witcher. We don't like you. We don't like your kind around here. I mean, I, we get it. I understand. There are better, um, subtler, more story forward and storytelling ways to let me know that Witchers are hated and feared. Right. But that doesn't matter because immediately we're off to like the booby tower which is like, did you guys just want to make sure that all the horny dudes who who are watching this show didn't have to wait 
you know, until episode four or five to like get a legitimate sex scene. We're just going to let you know that there's boobs right now. I think so. It's just so juvenile. It is. And it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of disappointing Netflix. And, and honestly, I don't like Henry Cavill at all, but no. he's pr- actually probably doing an okay job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just my experiences with The Witcher, he's just like, he has that stupid voice <laughs> and, he, and he goes all the time. Like, he. He's just Henry Cavill's just watched the game or played the game, yeah, and he's just doing that. Yeah. Now I think that maybe a writer, a, sh- a showrunner, and the star could all get together and go, "How do we evolve this character sure. instead yeah, of just yeah, yeah. being this guy from this game made by people who don't speak English as a first language?" Right. But they haven't really done that. No. And so they're just spouting like, "Let's do this. Let's do that." The Blarbigans are on the Flarbigan. Many moons ago, the Frukadukes came with the Freeberdeeps. And yeah. it's like, none, none, none of this matters. And you didn't give us a Galadriel telling us the whole thing at the beginning. Right, I know that right. that's been done, but that's a good way to let us know the name of the world that they're in, the country that they're in. How the Witcher fits in with everybody and else. And then by the first end of the first episode, none of it matters because it all gets wiped out anyway. And I just felt like I know that they want to start with a bang, but you could have taken that story of him being playing the sort of Yojimbo to the girl who's being hunted, but also the wizard that she's hunting. And then the, the conflict, I guess, between two kingdoms, which is just like, yeah. everything's fine. Uh, everything's not fine. And I'll be dead in about 20 minutes. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too fast. It's too much. There's and no way to like, care about, care about any of it. And then like the princess has like some sort of screaming power, which seems like it's, <laughs> Seems like it's new. Like she doesn't seem to understand it's a what black it is. Widow or black canary origin story. Yeah, it is. And then like she de- like I mean, I guess do we do spoilers for the first episode? I don't know. Yeah. Everybody's she- watched the show okay. except for us. So she gets kidnapped towards the end of the episode. And she doesn't think to use this superpower but right when she's going to kidnap. She does it like when they're like right by this tower. I don't think she gets uh, what, what the power is or how it works. Yeah, but she, she gets does it by this tower and it's so powerful that it knocks this tower down well, anyway, and creates a crevice Yeah, well, so I he mean, can't follow her. And that all happened in the book, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, actual spoiler alert. She is a character later later on. Okay. She becomes like something of a witcher herself later on. Sure. I think that's the same character. Okay. But yeah, it just there. There's nothing there. And then I hear like it's got the best sword fighting on TV. It's like you could have the best sword fighting, but if you don't capture it with the best cameras and cinematography, yeah. and I don't know what's going on, you know. I just thought the whole thing was confusing, and I and I we we moved from character to character. And I'm like, how is how is this character related to this character? How are they? I it just was all. Throughout confusing. Yeah, and the sound mixing is weird too. I found mm-hmm. it hard to pick out a lot of these words. I couldn't like. I did too. Like, were they mumbling? Uh, I think it's just accent combined with just just the sound mix and okay. music and everything else is going on. I don't know. I just found very little to like about it. And um, here's the thing: <laughs> I don't have to give it a chance because there's a million other things that I can be disappointed by. Yes, like Parasite. Mm, Parasite yes. is the movie we're all shitting our pants over this year. It will almost definitely win. In fact, I think it's just going to win Best Foreign Language Film at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And maybe it deserves it. I don't think that it's a bad film by any stretch. Right. I just don't know why people are losing their minds over it. Like, I've never heard anybody <laughs> say anything bad about it. I, I am I talking either. now? I don't even know. I can't hear myself say bad things about it. I'm the only person I've ever heard 
say something bad about it. And I just think it's, it's too long. It's for, I, <laughs> you know, that I'm no, uh, fan of, uh, Bong Joon-ho's, uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's his name. Um, but at least you could say it goes for it. Like I didn't really like Snowpiercer all that much, but it's Snowpiercer is like that's boss to the wall movie. It's out there. Sure. And this is just sort of kind of restrained and kind of conventional. Like mm-hmm. if these people were white and this movie was ninety minutes long, I could see this on uh, like as a lifetime. You know, right. my nanny tried to steal my my life or something like right, that right, right. kind of movie. Like it's I know that yeah yeah there is a context to the um, idea of economic struggle in South Korea, which yes. I understand and I've read articles about, but I don't see what the commentary that this film is making on that. It seems like it's kind of going somewhere and then real goofy stuff happens that's not, I don't want to spoil anything. No, but I I think, and, and I Bong think Juno. you called this really early on, it's really very predictable throughout most of the film. I mean, there, there's there's this one twist that happens, and maybe I did not predict that twist, but I would say, and, and there's maybe a couple other things that happened that I maybe didn't predict, but I would say on the whole, it's very predictable, and that just kind of makes it boring and just not entertaining, and and I think maybe one reason why people are freaking out about it is because it it's a foreign film. I, I think if this had been an American made film, I don't think people would be talking about it. Um, and I, I, and I think that, that the, another reason why they're so shocked by it is the twist, which I just don't think like once you, once you see it, once you witness it, is it really that much of a twist? Is it really, I mean, I know people lost their minds over six cents because of the twist, but <laughs> But after you've seen it once, isn't it just kind of like, I, I don't, we get it. I think you're on the wrong track. I don't you think, think so? that this movie has that kind of twist. Okay. I don't know. No. Maybe not. In fact, that kind of twist is the kind of twist that the real question is, does the movie have any value now that I know the twist? Right. The Fight Club twist. The yes. The Sixth Sense twist. The Shyamalan twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, come on, baby, let's do it again. <laughs> the Shyamalan twist. Um... But this is like, you know, when stuff starts popping off and characters start acting in totally unmotivated, unbelievable ways, Mm. it kind of ruins everything that came before. Like what Mm -hmm. was I I always talk about how in a quote unquote thriller, you got to have a gun at the end. Yeah. It's the laziest, hackiest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. These this woman is trapped between two lovers or whatever. And then the lovers find out about each other. And they're. I'm not saying that this is this isn't what people go for, but like, what if they all confronted each other and they were angry? The movie Closer, mm-hmm. which is based on a stage play, people like that movie. There's no gun in that movie. Four people <laughs> yeah. commit social suicide. They murder themselves, yelling at each other, and nobody dies, and yet you feel more emotion than, oh no, I, Diane Lane's got a gun, everybody. Yeah, and actually, that's what this felt like to me, only yeah. in Korea. They don't got guns in Korea, yeah. so the knives come out. I know. And the hatchets. I actually hated Closer. I uh, you know, hated every, that movie. Every woman I know does, and I think that means something. I, it's I really just, sexist. It, I don't <laughs> no, I like just, how, I think that, how the characters are portrayed. Nobody is likable. No, but nobody is likable in uh, the Parasite either. No, you're absolutely right. But there's an opportunity to make them likable because the family is... And I'm not saying that we have to uh, cleave towards a stereotype of the lovable grifter, but right. when they are... 
there's like superheroes in like the first act of the movie. They're like clicking yeah, and I it's know. like an Ocean's Eleven movie. Yeah. And then they all become very dumb and yes. very like unlikable uh, for the rest of the film. And I just don't understand why. They're parasites, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so I, like I said, I wouldn't say that that movie's bad, but it, I don't know. It just kind of let me down. I'm sure we've had worse in the past. Um, like The Handmaiden is not my favorite Park Chan-wook movie, but no. I think it was better than this. I, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Um, Stoker. This is about the level of a Stoker. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. I love Korean cinema. Yeah, I do, too. And I'm worried about Korean you know, filmmakers coming over here and uh, we're having the uh, the Hong Kong exodus thing where it's like, wow, what a great movie, Ring the Lamb. Maybe we should go... <laughs> Do something else. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, we got that. Uh, like, The Witcher, like I said, not really disappointed. Didn't expect much and don't think it's mm-hmm. well made. But this one kind of let me down. And another thing that let me down, probably the least of these three, mm. is uh, Booksmart. Yeah. I heard yeah. a lot about Booksmart. Yeah. Uh, the directorial debut of uh, Olivia Wilde. And I don't think she has a writer's credit, but I know, I think I've heard her say that it's based a lot on kind of her own experiences. Sure. Um, as a teenager in high school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, it's the super bad. I don't want to, like, limit it to just call it a super bad movie, but it's following two nerdy girls, you know, on the last night of their uh, senior year and yeah. um, them getting into crazy antics. Right. Um, but from a female perspective. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Great. And the first half hour of the movie is supercharged. It's great. Mm-hmm. And they set up a real great premise. And then it just sort of runs down to the end. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. Um, I was, ex- I, I guess I was. I'd heard such good things about it, and I was expecting good things. And it's not like it. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's as good as everyone has been saying. Yeah, people really, really like this movie. Um, I, I think maybe it's partially because we have one character who is. Um, queer and she's out but she hasn't dated anybody and there's this you know there's a couple of scenes in it where it's like you know it's kind of awkward and but but it's you know a you know it's like a positive in a way because it's like well she's trying and she's trying to get out there and but both characters are kind of trying to get out there and party for their their last night because i had never partied before i don't so. think okay so orientation or, or gender preference aside i thought that like the she was just the michael sarah character who wants to yeah. make, it, make it with the other character and yeah. i thought that was fine what i didn't get and i didn't hate and i don't i can't remember the actress's names i'm not gonna look them up but the one that wasn't gay mm-hmm. she's gonna be huge you don't think you so think? She was great. She was great. Yeah. Um, I thought she was very entertaining. But I didn't understand why she was so, <laughs> so such a nerd and so not socially uh, inept, but so not interested in that. Maybe it's OK. Maybe I didn't get the movie. Maybe this is what it's supposed to be because then she gets with her crush and they're like, they're like a house on fire. They're like mm-hmm. totally getting on. And you thought, OK, I know that you don't you want to focus on your studies. But if you had like this much game in you, you could have had like a nice hand-holding boyfriend or something like that in high right. school what was the problem right you're killing this guy i think she just was talking about how she chose to study because she thought you know that would help her get into the school that she wanted to and she yeah. got into the school she wanted to but like you know like a big part of the movie is she finds out all these people yeah, who yeah, are yeah. you know that's the premise of the movie yeah 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 
So, um, I don't know. I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was all right. Um, out of all the things that we've talked about so far, I think I. Probably... Oh no! Yeah, I really I enjoyed it. I just mm-hmm. when you if it's trying to do and it's not fair to really rate it next to a earlier movie, or is it? <laughs> you came out in the wake of another movie. Yeah, you came out after Superbad. You tried yeah. to do Superbad, and you right. didn't top Superbad. Right. And don't give me the whole. Well, it's more about emotions for girls and stuff like that. That's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to make a raunchy comedy, and that's cool. But right. Superbad had like the subplot with McLovin, and it had all this crazy stuff going on, and it had great. I'm sure they improvised on this movie too, but I'm they sure had they the did. great impro- improvisational dialogue between um, the big one and the little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the names. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I just it was frustrating. And then what was the Barbie doll thing in the middle of it? That was weird. <laughs> Now, well, I think it it just didn't. I understand. Like, I get what you're trying to do. I think. Yeah. I think it's good commentary, but make it a last or apply to something. Is mm-hmm. there some part that I, I watched it on a plane, so maybe something was cut out? But I, I didn't. How how does it come back? How does it inform their journey it so far? The movie just stops for a stop motion thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like okay, they're on drugs, but wait. They are completely fine as well, they soon threw as the sequence is over. Yeah. They threw up from that stuff that Billy Lord gave them. My uh, final question. Uh, yeah. Did Billy Lord draw upon her mother's experiences to, <laughs> to play this that character? That is entirely possible. Was totally drugged out the entire time. Yeah, I know. Was she playing her mom in the 70s? Maybe. That is what I need to know. Because <laughs> if it's true, that's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, things are just like fine, but it's not great i have i have one Wither thing. the moonlights of yeah. previous years i know i have one thing i'd like to talk about real quick that was disappointing and that's okay i mean i was going into a thing but let's do yours um <laughs> i i thought uh season eight of game of thrones was just kind of wow what a hot take well i know but it was i just felt like it was rushed and it was thoughtless and like it was all thoughtless it was terrible i've said this for years you everybody so? loves game of thrones i always looked around and went what are you guys talking about? Like, it's it's popcorn. It's fine. But people are like, it's the best show on TV. It's not even in the top 10. It's never been that great. Well, I always enjoyed it. And I just I just did not enjoy the season at Nobody all. Nobody was really, I guess people were kind of talking about it. But really, the, the talking started post-Red Wedding. Yeah. I think some people were watching it. A lot of people weren't. And people heard about Red Wedding. Yeah. And they're like, well, we got to watch this. I know that that's... That's not the only thing that got me in. I can't remember what else got me in. I think I had some friends who I was hanging out with who were also watching it. But, yeah. But I never thought it was that good. The dialogue is n- not great. Whoever's writing the dialogue, they're mm-hmm. good at writing these speeches where some character sits with another character and they're like, you know, that that day that something happened, anybody can write those. And then there's all these characters that are just, like I said before, like the Witcher character. Get out of here, Witcher. Yeah, I don't I like guess. you. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff like that. A lot of people was like, I don't know this guy. So I know he's going to get a dagger through his face before the, the scene's over. Yeah. There's just too much nudity and it's well, just, it just, replaces content. I just felt like. Or it's a, it's a replacement for. It, it 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 really let itself down this season. Like, I mean, from the huge battle scenes that were like too dark and like. <laughs> it's your TV. Yeah. Well, and then like the paper cuff left in the scene and, <laughs> and then Benioff and Weiss, like, what were they even doing? Oh, they like, told us. They told us they didn't. They yeah, weren't doing they, anything. Yeah, they were at uh, in Austin, and they said, uh, "Oh, we didn't know what we were doing." Which 
which is just horrible. And yep. and I and I'm very upset with how they ended things with a lot of the characters. Like I think Cersei and Jamie did not deserve to be crushed by the okay, castle. Okay, all right. So this is this is treading ground, right? You think so? Yes. Okay, I guess I didn't well, know that you had so much passion for it. I, still. I there's a lot of things that I don't like about it. And I'm sorry, Tyrion, but Bran the Broken does not have the best story. This Even is, you have a better story. These are the coldest takes. Whatever. I'm just <laughs> so upset about season eight. I'm looking forward to Confederate, though, I do have to oh, say. Oh, stop it. No, no, no. Their new project is Lovecraft. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, you guys. Come on. I know. It's terrifying. What if we give them, we'll do a one-on, one-off. So they get to do what they want, but then they get assigned something. So the next thing is they have to make... Uh, a straight drama about the life of Sojourner Truth. Oh my God. Right? That's going to be so hard. Then for you them. can do your whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, something, something forest, you know, the founder of the KKK, not, not as bad as you've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Birth of the Nation, part zero, the prenatal of the nation. Uh, do whatever wow. you want. Then next one up, uh, it's going to be. Uh, about Bobby Kennedy or something like that. Okay. And then the next one you want to do, you can do a story about the time that that Nazis soccer team like really got it together and beat the Swiss. Wow. And then you got to go back and. Uh, then you have to do a special about uh, Rosa Parks. Yeah. Okay. We did certain Journal Truth. How about <laughs> gay cats with cancer? Right. Oh, okay. This is sure. a documentary. Yeah. About caring for these cats. They're just trying to be themselves uh, mm-hmm. and also uh, fight this horrible disease. <laughs> right? Yes. Then they can do whatever they want. Yeah. I, I think we can It's like D- Dinesh D'Souza. That. He makes these like batshit documentaries about how bad everybody is. If he's such a great investigator and he's not biased, then do one about how bad the conservatives are in the next one. Right. So I want to see, you know, Obama's America. <laughs> and then the next one is like, the Trump hellscape. Right. And then the next one is like the Biden shithole or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like if that's have... really what you're doing. Right. Right. Let's oh, have some hot takes in the gonna, other direction. That's never going to work. Uh... Yeah. That's why I wanted to hear some takes from you about how good Game of Thrones was in its last season. We, really? don't, we don't have that kind of time. Uh... We got to move on. <laughs> and I just feel like there is a epidemic of auteurs, quote unquote, selling out. Mm. Now, I don't believe that selling out is is really a thing. Okay. Necessarily. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because you know that I never blame actors for anything. Rarely. <laughs> I, for, for bad performances, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, But I don't blame them for, you know, riding a character like into the ground. The Spinal Tap guys. Keep yeah. doing it. Whatever. Right, right, right. You own it. Uh, or, you know, or, or even Henry Cavill. Like, he's just... He's just trying to get a job. He's just yeah. trying to apply his trade. I get it. But like, if you, who's the auteur? And I would I would propose in this case, it's the director. And we've seen a lot of directors and creators recently, like kind of going Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, Yorgos Lanthimos would be the big yeah. one I can think of. Yeah. He was making great movies before anybody had heard about The Favorite. Yep. And I think The Favorite is, it's another Booksmart, for instance. Like, it's fun. Passable. Yeah. yeah, it's even better than passable. It's okay, like a high. Sure. It's B plus A minus. Sure, but like you just came off of four A's. I know. Why now? Right. Um, the Safety I... Brothers. Mm-hmm. Who's that? <laughs> the Safety Brothers. Uh, Heaven can wait. Uh, no, it wasn't Heaven can wait. That's a, that's a. 
that's a what's a, that's a Dick Tracy movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Warren Beatty movie. Uh, what was it? Just like heaven. Just like heaven. Uh, good time. Right. Okay. Uh, they're a pair of brother filmmakers. They yeah. make these like cinema verite type movies that okay. are kind of like, um, kind of like Aronofsky meets um, early Danny Boyle, but not funny. Okay. And they can't be funny. There's absurdity in them. But, sure. So they're just like these horrible tales of people who you know are usually poor and on drugs, and they're. So Tarantino's like, oh, crimes and drugs is funny. And this is like, no, it's not. This is terrible. Okay. And everybody, and they're usually pop, uh, populated with like, I mean, Robert Pattinson was in the last one, mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. with um, lesser known actors or um, like stage actors or just pe- people that people don't know. Um, Caleb, blah, blah, flip, flip. Uh, the okay. guy who was the brother in Get Out, like he oh, was in, okay. um, I still think it's called Just Like Heaven, but I'm not sure. Like he, he kind of, it was one of his first movies. Okay. Um, anyway, they're great. Their new film, Uncut Gems, is already oh. made more, not only for a Safety Brothers movie, but it's like the highest grossing film A24 has ever produced. Really? And it stars Adam Sandler. I know it does. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. I'm sure it's great, but... Seems like... Why do you need Emma Stone and Adam Sandler yeah, I know. <laughs> to get this, these good movies out. Yeah, right. And you've made it, buddy. Right, right. Uh, is, there, is there anyone else who you think kind of like fits in that? A lot of these Korean directors. Yeah. But some of that's just coming to the American mar- marketplace in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, I still think that um, Lady Vengeance is, you know, better yeah. than any movie that uh, he's made. Uh, stateside yeah okay sure um yeah um what was the what was yeah old (laughs) Old boy boy. (laughs) old boy was really good yeah uh that was that's a crazy movie yeah but it's Um, it lets you know exactly what's happening it isn't like social commentary for two hours and then the last hour or half an hour is old boy you're like what well right true it you you know what you're getting into so yeah would you put anything into that Bucket. Oh, like an auteur that's kind of sold out. Mm, man, I don't know. It's hard for me to think of somebody. Um, uh, hmm. I mean, recently. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Disney is kind of like trying baby yoda well no i wasn't gonna it's say the baby year yoda. of baby yoda everybody I, I wasn't gonna say baby yoda i was gonna say all of their live action movies a live they... action baby yoda <laughs> so it's just you know. a baby with a serious skin condition that's very sick oh uh but I, I just think that they i mean and those movies have done fairly well but i just think it's kind of overkill dip it into the um secondhand well yeah well yeah this is not a great metaphor no along those lines uh konami uh who seems to bound and determined to remake every single resident evil game there is yeah and they're all nostalgic and eminently playable but it's just you know i've played these games 20 years ago right that's more or less the same game with a different skin on it basically right? yeah it's like they hit a wall with resident evil 6 and a lot of their other um sort of uh, franchises and then made 
seven, which was sort of like a path in another direction. Mm-hmm. But then how do they follow that up? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, we don't know. Let's just remake all our old games. <laughs> It'd be like yeah. if you were waiting for like, oh, the rise of Skywalker is going to bring the saga to a close. But first, here's a remake of Phantom Menace. And then a remake of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I don't want that. a remake that. of... <laughs> I mean, better movies than yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, um, no, I'm good. Thanks. Don't want to re- relive the prequels. I'm uh, done with that. <laughs> well, speaking of being done with stuff, uh, are we done complaining? Because we want to be positive from yes. here on out. So if there's anything we want to um, complain about, say it now. I, I just, there's one other thing, and I think you might agree with me. Um, I just, I, 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 I'm not on board with the short treks this season. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. They're kind of, um, yeah. They they just were disappointing. Um, I really like uh, Spock number one and uh, Captain Pike, and was glad we got to see them again. But I just wished that they were telling us more because I feel like that number one one is probably the best one this, this year. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that one is probably the best one. Um, if you don't count the animated ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one animated one uh, where it's like he's telling her the bedtime story. That one's pretty good too. But um, otherwise, I just I just think that they didn't know what they wanted to do with them. And no. it was like, well, we got to tell these stories, so we'll just come up with something. And it, like I feel like the previous season, they had an idea of what they wanted to do. And most of them added to the overall story of Discovery. And like characters came back and like moments came back, you know, and I, I thought they had a nice way of calling back to it. And, and, you know, some of them are, like, really short and, like, too short to, like, really say much of anything. Like, the one where Captain Pike, like, um, tricks, like, an, uh, is she even an ensign yet? I don't even know. She's a cadet still. She, yeah, she's a cadet still, like, into, like, a weird, horrible situation. Like, why would Starfleet do anything like that? Because they are monsters <laughs> who psychologically torture uh, their their recruits, apparently. Yeah, and then she's, like, totally fine with it. She's like, right. I'm on board. Right. Let's it, do this. Right. If that was seven minutes, what if the second half, the next seven minutes, were her trying to deal with the fact that her hero, Captain Pike, basically put her, gaslit her yes. across the galaxy? Yes. I was just not on board <laughs> with that. And then maybe her deciding at the end. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Oh no, you passed the test. She's like, if this is going to be like this every day, I don't, I don't know if this is for me. Right. But make it a guy instead, so we're not showing a girl like quitting because it's too tough. Yeah, wow. they don't. Well, hey, I'm trying to help out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't know what they're doing, and this is part of like what I said before. They need to try stuff. They need to throw everything against the wall. Yeah. But and there's things are going to fail, but. This isn't enough. There isn't enough meatballs in this spaghetti that we threw against the wall. And mm-hmm. someone hits the odd couple now? <laughs> oh, wait. Short text three. We're going to do the odd couple. <laughs> it's kind of Spock and Kirk are already the odd couple. Yeah, yeah. Or McCoy. Um, They shouldn't have ran out of ideas this fast. And like, I agree. it's clear that they are kind of out of ideas. Yeah. And if you guys want to turn this into a super franchise, you can't have more ideas than this. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, stop complaining. All right, done. Live action Baby Yoda's here. <laughs> he needs his... Burlap diaper changed. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the things that we really liked yes. from the year 2019. And I was sort of looking through a lot of the things that came out and um, having that same kind of feeling of, well, okay. <laughs> and a lot of it is from TVs to movies. 
and so on. Even the video games, Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it is like sequels, retreads. This is a problem that we've yes. had for a while in Hollywood, but it's really felt it this year. It's all franchise this. and It really is. Half the movies are Marvel movies, and so mm-hmm. you're out if you don't like those. And even if you do, there's things that you like more than you uh, other things. And so it's trying to cut through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about like TV? Did you have... Um, a pick or picks for I, TV this year? I, I did. Um, I have, I guess, kind of two that are kind of TV related. Um, first, for the second year in a row, I really enjoyed The Expanse. And that was like <laughs> one of my picks from last year. But I have to pick it again this year. It's a solid show. It's great writing. You care about the characters. Um, you care when they make mistakes. And that happens all the time. Um, and they're not making easy decisions. Um, and I think they make sci-fi fun and compelling to watch. And, and I, and I want to keep showing up for these characters. Um, I feel like if I can just cut in on the thing, I feel like the show has been, <clears throat> what do I want to say? I think it's been getting more, um, formulaic year mm-hmm. after year as it goes okay because that first year was like it was game so of thrones in space like you didn't know who anybody was yeah or what the stakes were and by the time we got to like the last half of season three they're just chasing jules pierre mao through corridors and True. there's like blue monsters and it was just like okay well this is just like a sci-fi thing and i think the show came back in good form for season four mm-hmm. but it felt even it felt as more com- commoditized than it ever has. Yeah. Which is not, I mean, in any sci-fi, like it's supernatural, like supernatural is like, well, Dean, we got to kill this uh, monster that eats, uh, turns humans into fruit, fruit roll-ups or whatever. Right, right. And then like at the end of it, they're like, oh, we still got to, got to find our dad or, or whatever. And they touch on whatever the meta plot is. Right. And then they just keep going. Yeah. And this just felt to me like, and maybe they're going to parse it out like this. You Here's the problem. There's this planet. So the whole season's going to be this planet. Yeah. And there's a little bit of like kind of suggesting more things for the future. But if you don't like this planet and you didn't like the fact that this space show was on a planet, hold your breath because yeah, you're kind of SOL. We're going to be season. on this planet for a while. I know. And I didn't know how I felt about that. But. The fact that the show still exists is a miracle and is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the one good thing Jeff Bezos has ever done in his life. <laughs> I agree. Um, and we had some characters exit the show this year. I won't get into details. So I, I don't want to spoil it because it just came out not that long ago. Good. Um, I do have one question, though, which I don't think is a huge spoiler. How old do you think Naomi was when she had her kid? Um, there's a lot of this going around because um, you you get the idea that um, I mean, Avicerala is a, is an older woman. Yes, and we don't. She had kids in like the first season, didn't she? She was like, I, I don't hanging know if it was her kid or her grandson. See, I thought it was grandson, but now I'm just figuring it's kid because I don't think it necessarily matters how old you are when maybe you have not. a kid. Maybe, maybe it's not. something about the future, but she was probably very young, but she was a freedom fighter terrorist yeah. refugee i know there's and then like the doctor in this um the belta loda doctor who was yeah. you know inadvertently part of, of the disaster that happened she's like here's my 17 year old daughter and it's like 
Are I you 27? Because none of this makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. What does space do to your to your genitals? <laughs> Be ready, baby Yoda. I don't envy Mando that talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have uh, what's your what's your pick for? TV? Well, I was looking at a lot of things, and there's a lot of things that I forgot <laughs> were in 2019. Remember Russian Doll? Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I enjoyed. I yes. also wouldn't. Um, it's tough to step into the Groundhog Day ring and really put um, your mark on it. Mm-hmm. And they tried. They really tried. Yes. And I don't know the background of anybody involved, but it also had to be about video games. And I don't know if that was the person was thinking about video games mm-hmm. when they wrote it, because that is a very video game scenario. Right. How do I get out of this? I keep dying. Room? How do I find the key? Or yeah, Right. right. But it was not in it enough. Maybe they didn't want to turn off non-video game people. Uh, or maybe it was literally just an afterthought and then it got wrote into the script. But I didn't right. really... It, it wasn't as integrated as I um, felt it should be. And it went on the last two episodes. It ends fine, but it probably kind of dropped like the last episode or two. And it also would have ended like, okay, right. we're, we're satisfied. Right. I hear you. But uh, yeah, that was great. Um <sighs> Boy, I almost my, my whole like hipster thing kicks in, and I don't want to like it because everybody likes it. But <laughs> you know, season two of Fleabag was pretty good. I'm just oh, mad yeah. there's not going to be a season three. I liked season two of Fleabag a and lot. Also, I am kind of mad. There's wasn't not it be supposed to be three. this ongoing thing of her, you know, having trying to get her life on track? We see that character, yeah. But then she's immediately like, okay, now we take that character and we put her in love. And it's like, okay, but once you do that and she's her heart is broken, she'll never be that character again. Right. So I guess I'm on board now with her really, not with doing not a third being, one. Yeah. I wish this had been the third season of Fleabag and we got another like crazy second season. I, I see what you're uh, saying. But that being said, it's great. I felt like Andrew, what's his name? Andrew Scott took over the show a little too much because it's mm-hmm. supposed to be Fleabag, not priest, yeah. Hot Priest. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was that was great. Um I, I liked made her this... sister in this season a lot, too. Yeah, she got a lot more to do. Yeah. Um, I almost made this my pick of the year. Mm. Um, Sex Education on Netflix. Oh, yeah. All the crap that's on Netflix and a show from, I don't even know who these people are, but uh, made a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, actors who uh, I think are hopefully going places are very good. I um, really enjoyed that show, too. It got a little conventional near the end. Mm. I was having not an argument, but a discussion with um, my co-host on Discoverage, Ella Pearson, who is a uh, media studies uh, student. And so I was like, yes. come on, man. Your high school, your quirky high school show ends like at the prom. And she's like, yeah, but what high school show doesn't end at a prom? And I guess... Fair, but still, why would it go the conventional route? You've been so unconventional no, so the far. Whole, no, and remember, these people are... British, right? Yes. So they are Brits, ostensibly in Britain. Yes. It never rains. Gillian Anderson (laughs) lives in a log cabin on a river valley that looks like Northern California. Yeah. They wear letter jackets at the school. There's no football in England. That's a different thing in England. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a British show cosplaying as an American show. Uh, so clearly they are doing a thing and I'm wrong. This is all part of the pitch. Uh, okay. Hmm. 
So it, maybe it's supposed to not quite be real. Maybe they're supposed to be like this kind of well, surreal a, version feeling about reality. It. Yeah, it is. I think. I think so too. These kids get a lot of play. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, I think it's a really good show. Um, I really enjoyed watching it. Did you have another pick? Um, my <laughs> we already talked about this a little bit, but yeah. uh, my choice for best new TV show character is actually Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Took the internet by storm, and um, I think he kind of was the breakout store star of the Mandalorian. Sorry, Pedro Pascal, who I also really enjoy, and I think he does a good job. You know, that's not always Baby Yoda in the suit. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Um, but um, I love Baby Yoda. I think he's incredibly cute. Um, they did a, such a good job on on the puppet. And I think this was like a super good idea, you know, like they took a a baby version of a beloved character who we don't know that much about the species and they just made a baby. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, but like baby Admiral Akbar, baby Rancor. Like, Th- those next? would all be cute. <laughs> baby Seriously. Yeah. I think they did that in. Uh... The Ewok movie or something, didn't they? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but as, as you said, you know, him and Babu Freak can can like beat it out. I want young, not baby, but young Babu Freak. Okay. Let's have him show up in The Mandalorian. I, I'd like right? to see that. He's just getting his start. Yeah. He's out of uh, Babu techn- Technical College. Yes. I uh, partied a little too much. Hey, hey! And like he doesn't <laughs> know what he wants to do with himself. Eventually he'll become a, a droid repairman on... Felicity's planet or whatever it's called. But yeah. I've I've seen a couple of tweets where people are like, let's see a Babu Freak and a Baby Yoda buddy cop movie. Do it, you (laughs) cowards. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Um, but uh I think it, you know, unfortunately they didn't have enough they didn't really do merchandise until the episode had come out. But um you know But you can make your cookies and Yes. Your baby yogaritas. Yes, your exactly. Whatever. Your your mom made us baby Yoda cookies. That was pretty awesome. Tell everybody that. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, I don't think this has ever been on my list before because I never really thought about it. And now that it's almost gone, I'm really finally starting to appreciate it. But I think my pick of the year is is probably The Good Place. Okay. We talked about that last year, too. Yeah, the f- I think The, the good fact place that this great. show has continued... And has gone from, let's be honest, if this was a, um, you know, perfect strangers uh, contemporary comedy, it would have just gone on for five years. This person, like, who's not supposed to be in heaven, who's, like, tricking everybody and is like, hey, I'm in heaven. Uh, And they got rid of that so fast. Mm -hmm. Like, and they did it in that brave way, which is they did it in, like, the, the finale or, like, the penultimate episode of the first season. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler for the direction of the show where they just threw that away. And it's like, is this only going to be one season? Because you just threw away the entire premise. And then they got up and kept going after that. Well, and I think it was surprising. Um, to, like, I think, what you know, what you're saying, is, like, they, they, they changed the direction of the show multiple times. And it's like, well, where is it going to go? Have you written yourselves into a corner? I don't think they have. I think they've been really clever. And yeah. I, I think they, they have great writers for the show, and um, I think they've really explored the concept. I And I, I hear what you're saying. I'm kind of sad that it's ending, but at least it's ending on a high note. Yeah, and they've kept it strong for pretty much the entire thing. They've um, 
it's educational. It remains funny. Mm-hmm. Um, those yeah. characters, which seem like one-off caricatures, you know, they've mined stuff out of them. Yeah. And the show's not even done yet. No. So it's still going strong. So, I mean, that's that's what I got my eye on. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a strong choice. Um, yeah. Uh, and then just really enjoy all the characters on it. Yeah. So. I mean, Kristen Bell done it again. Yeah. I mean, she didn't really do it the first time because Veronica Mars was never very successful, but... Notice, notice, not on our list. 2019, Veronica Mars. Well, yeah, you're <laughs> right. This year. You're not on the right. list. Uh, you want to talk about movies? Yes. What? I was uh, looking at the movies that have come out and mm-hmm. forgetting that Shazam came out this year. Oh, yeah. And Us came out this year. Yes. And, uh, I mean, you know, Far From Home came out this year. Uh-huh. Um, it's just like, <laughs> but I mean, uh, that's pretty much it. There's a lot of like pretty good movies that are all part of long franchises yes. and stuff like that and nothing really um like stands out yeah uh from the pack did you uh have any ones that did um well my best movie choice and this is maybe pretty conventional or conservative of me but is uh marvel's avengers endgame um i just i i, I it's my pick because um i think that they really stuck the landing and i think that i mean we joked about this with Star Wars, but they, you know, they they brought a lot of character arcs to to an end. Um, that. <laughs> but was it twenty four? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. But um, I, I I thought you know they 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 ended the character arcs pretty well and believable, and but they also I think kind of created segues and like. Well, I mean, like there, there was a, a literal handoff of passing of the torch between Cap and Falcon, you know, which I think was really great. Um, the one of the only things that I that I didn't like about the movie was I, I mean, I mean can we do spoilers for a movie that's been out for a while now? For Endgame, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't appreciate how uh, Black Widow didn't get a funeral. Um, she got a movie. She, I know she has a movie, and um, I'm looking forward to that. But um, uh, I, I feel like she should have gotten more than what she did. Like basically, Hulk throws a bench, and then we're done. <laughs> so it is the tradition of her people <laughs> on, the, on the steps. They always throw the bench. Yeah. Um, before but, they roll the cheese wheels. Yeah, I mean, it was just there are some really great moments in it, like. Thor talking to his mom, Tony talking to his dad, um, you know, the handing off of the torch and like, you know. They took a lot of breaks for yeah. stuff that they didn't have to take breaks for. Yeah. You're thinking about a movie that's supposed to be like, it's supposed to top Infinity War. And it's supposed to be the be all end all. Yeah. <laughs> what? Question. Why are we making Marvel movies still? I know. Shouldn't we all walk away? Yeah. yeah. They, they never will. Right. But yeah, you should, you're basically making something that is like the end of all of this. Yes. And you don't have to stop, bring the guy from Mad Men back. I know. And do a bunch of bits with him. I know. And yet they did because the most important character, like it or not, in this franchise is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to leave this life you know, with all the boxes checked. Yeah. This is what we need to do. Yeah. So, yeah. And plus, they put Yvette Nicole Brown in it. So I know. I'm on board. I know. And, <laughs> and I mean, we get that great scene between Black Widow and Hawkeye fighting over, like, who's going to die. <laughs> That's great. It's, it's like, it's, there, there's just so many great things. And then when, like, and then when you hear Sam say to Cap on your left and he, and, like, everybody's coming through these, um, 
Doctor Strange portals. I mean, that's such a great moment. And then, like, Cap wielding Mjolnir. Um, there are just so many great moments in this. Uh, I cried a whole bunch of times, and I just, I just feel like they ended it really well. And I think they did a really good job. Yeah, let's stop. Okay. We're done. All right. No more Marvel movies. Okay. That's it. <laughs> oh, you didn't really want to see The Eternals, did you? <laughs> Forget it. Uh, yeah, and plus, this is sort of like the movie version of uh, Good Place for me. It's like, they did it. Yeah. They did it. I know. How did they do it? I know. How did you take a comedy starring <laughs> Ted Danson, the guy from Becker? I know he's on Cheers. Uh, <laughs> and it's about, it's something that's going to piss a lot of people off. That, yeah. Like, heaven is not great. Mm-hmm. Heaven can wait. The sequel. Heaven right. not great. <laughs> uh, just like heaven. <laughs> and... Uh, and then throw a bunch of philosophy in it. Like, I we're going to talk about Kant a lot on this show. I know. And it's still going. Yeah. And it's got a black lead. I know. I know. Which is, which is more important than you'd think. <laughs> Two of them. So, and an Asian guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. like, I don't know how they did it. Still talking about Good Place. Yeah. Talking about Avengers. Just, yeah, it's, you can't look at Avengers. Avengers is like the tail of an elephant. You're not just rating that. Yeah, the whole I'm, thing has walked by you. I'm reading the entire MCU. Sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you have to. Yeah. Well, um, how about you? I think that was probably going to be mine for the reasons I just said. Okay. So I guess I'll mention uh, The Lighthouse. All right. Yeah. Which I did not enjoy as much as The Witch. Fair. And I don't know if it's a, him, quote unquote, selling out to do a <laughs> movie with, um, with uh, these two stars. Right. Um, but the answer is no, it's not. Because mm-hmm. they're two stars that will um, do anything. Y- and yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did in this film. And the fact that I think it's a good sign, even though I just complained about, quote unquote, selling out in the favorite or whatever, that people can get so excited about something that costs $6 million. Right. And could have easily just been a weird A24 movie that yeah. languishes, you know, in, in uh, February, mm-hmm. and, but then is mentioned at the Oscars later on. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, looking for a great Marvel movie coming up next from Robert Eggers. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised they haven't snapped him up yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. He's got his fingers crossed. Uh, three th- three f- groups of fingers crossed. Uh-huh. The nomination. Yeah. The award. Yeah. And then the call from Marvel. <laughs> Come on That's up. That's the order it goes in, Well right? done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, right. Here's D-Man. <laughs> oh, man. Let's pick no. Up D-Man. <laughs> Any uh, personal highs or picks from you from other genres or media that you wanted to share or talk about? Um, well, uh, I uh, um, I don't play a lot of video games, but I I I, I watch you play a lot of video games. Sounds familiar. Uh, so I was thinking about all the games I've seen you play this year, and if I could pick. <laughs> If I could pick any game from any year, I think I would either prick, pick Breath of the Wild or mm. Prey because... Um, Breath of the Wild didn't come out this year, but... No, I know. Yeah. Neither of them did. They both came out in 2017. Yeah. Um, but Breath of the Wild is just so much fun and um, it, you have all these puzzles and like, you know, it's like you want to climb something, you can. You want to hit somebody, you can. Like, like, I just feel like there's... All the opportunities are there for you. And it doesn't say no to the player at all, you know? And I I think it's really great because of that. And then uh, Prey, I just thought was like really fun to watch. Uh, Interesting story, (laughs) sci-fi. Not going to see another one of those. Um, But when I was thinking about 
2019 releases, I thought about Control, but I felt like, um, you know, there were parts of that where it got kind of frustrating. Um, and, it's like, they didn't really give you necessarily, not like a video game has to give you clues as to, like, what to do when you're stuck because you get stuck in a video game and you just have to kind of figure it out but um and then I was thinking about Resident Evil 2 the remake um which I think is is fine and you know like like the monsters are really gross and everything and like uh uh and I think you had it on hard too so like there were like a, a lot of parts you had to redo and everything um but then I realized I, what I was left with was Death Stranding. So I think I have to kind of go with <laughs> Death Stranding. Um, Everybody pee on a mushroom for I Death know, Stranding. I know. I didn't think that I would pick this one. Uh, but there, the, you know, there, there's all these like cutscenes, And for like a video game, I thought they were done really well. Um, like yeah. I think they got really great actors for this it's game. It's kind of all they've got. I know. It's, you, you walk... I know. And you watch the guy from Walking Dead do something. Yeah, and there there are long stretches of time where it's just walking, and then like a song starts to play. And... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of songs. Yeah, there's a lot of songs from I think Churches is a band that yes. people might know. Yeah, and then I don't think any of the other artists are are well known. I, I guess I don't know music all that well, but <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's definitely like a runner up for me. I haven't really had a chance to really drill down to it yet it's Mm -hmm. mostly just hey do you like um bits of gameplay bouts of gameplay let's say Mm -hmm. uh, in between long explanatory uh cutscenes and the answer is yes i own every game that hideo kojima has made right but this one's really pushing me i know i wish i could shoot some of these mules instead of just running away and balancing my pack i know uh yeah i mean like people criticized uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, its existence first of all, <laughs> but also just a lot of things that were promised and didn't necessarily show up, and things that didn't make sense. But that was a bold new direction for the series—just a full open world, you know, do what you want, go where you want type thing. And I was looking for that, and this is that—just no guns, no, right. <laughs> no Fulton extraction, no cars, no Which snapping I was necks. Like, when you, I was like super surprised to find out you didn't fight anybody in this no like, he's tr- he's he's like uh steven seagal you know he's like yeah, i'm really <laughs> getting more into spiritualism now so like he can't kill anybody in his movies anymore that's what kojima's doing with this game well it's like there are these ghosts or spirits or whatever but you don't like kill or dispatch kill them the or ghosts. you know you don't like get rid of them or send them on their way or anything like yeah. that it's like what? you just have to lay low it's a, yeah well you know that's that that was a big part of uh metal gear Solid too mm. often but um so yeah i actually i was i was still thinking about my my list of sellouts and oh. um, i came up with some more um, marty scorsese made a tv show i mean a movie <laughs> I, know. I mean that's that's a big deal i know and <laughs> i don't think that he is totally at ease with it i think you're probably uh, right you know i think he and i are on the same page with that uh, michael bay made a ton of netflix movies if a ton is three or whatever he made that's still and he's mr cinema do you know what yeah. i mean yeah um jim jarmish made a zombie movie this year really yes what was it called uh it was called uh adam driver and bill murray are in it i don't remember oh, what it's called oh yeah i know what you're talking yeah. about it's like this weird kind of zombie comedy thing yeah but and it like came and went 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's a Jim Jarmusch movie, but know. the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, I could make a, a zombie movie. Like, what? <laughs> I guess he made a vampire movie, too. Maybe oh. he's just going through the whole universal Maybe uh, he is. monsters list. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver had a lot of movies come out this year. I that's feel true. Like. That's true. Uh, also, um, <laughs> they made a sequel to The Shining this year. Oh, The I know. Shining. I know. They made a sequel to The Shining. And Ewan McGregor was in it. Like how how much Yeah, right. Well, I mean he'll do anything. Again, I don't blame the actor. But like how how much can you sell out to make a sequel to The Shining? I know. It it's was like making weird. Casablanca too. I mean, wasn't there like some like little girl who was like psychic or something like that? Like he was talking to some Yeah, kid. yeah, there's a psychic girl and there's a yeah, 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 yeah. And, and but then there we still see like the 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 tidal wave of blood because we have to have that because, yeah, because it's, it's iconic yeah and it was in Ready Player One which less said about the better um, <laughs> Richard Linklater made a Oprah book club book movie this year which is so weird <laughs> yeah I mean like I I don't know if it's in the Oprah book club but like Where'd You Go Burn a Debt is one hundred percent Hollywood middle of the road fare yeah starring Kate Blanchett getting a paycheck mm-hmm. and a bunch of other Hollywood people just showing up right. in a story that's sort of life affirming. And it's about a middle-aged woman trying to figure it out. Yeah. It, it's just like, that is Oprah book club stuff. It is. And Richard Lingletter made that movie. Now I, he's, I he's never let anybody tell him what to do. And he's done, you know, he did Dazed and Confused and he did a movie co- a couple years ago called, um, we're going to get laid everybody or <laughs> I what it's called. <laughs> You know, it was like, uh, everybody wants some. That's what uh, it was. Well, they're, it's pretty similar to right. what you said. And it's it, like a <laughs> sex comedy in the 80s where the Dazed and Confused was the 70s or, right. or, or late 60s or whatever. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, it's fine. But yeah. he's just like, this year it's like, well, if I'm going to do this movie, it's going to take 24 years to make or whatever this next one I want to do is. Uh, I need that money. And so he did it. Yeah. Well. Wow. <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not... It's just a it's a weird pick for him. I feel like so, it just doesn't make it. Why? <laughs> but it's, I think maybe you're right. He just wanted to make money. Selling out. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. we finally, you know, sucking at, at the teat? I think we probably are. Yeah. Um, and like Todd, you know Todd Haynes. I don't know that I do. Todd Haynes, uh, Velvet Goldmine, you know Carol, oh, okay. uh, Far from Heaven. He was like. Um, the kind of king of queer cinema, you know, in the last uh, decade or two, mm-hmm. he made like a political thriller <laughs> with Mark Ruffalo. Weird. So, yeah, I mean, just, I think I have a case here. I think you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Auteurs are selling out. Like, is this the beginning of the end? Are they taking the, the last chopper out, out of uh, Artistville? <laughs> it would appear to be so. That's yeah. my supposition. <laughs> Uh, as far as the video game side goes, there were just there were a lot of great games this year, and I think that and there's so many of them that I haven't got to play yet. Mm. There's been so many games, there's so many indies I missed, um, like you know, Entitled Goose Game, oh. uh, which I feel like I've watched the entirety of on YouTube, but I haven't right. actually played yet. Yeah, uh, it I was looks so, fun. I was so busy missing with, messing with the Outer Worlds, I missed the Outer Wilds. <laughs> And I definitely want to get my hands on that. Yeah. And I Disco Elysium is something that totally passed me by until I started reading up on it. It was like, I got to play that game. Oh, but really? I have not yet. Huh. So, no, I was still caught. I was caught up with underwhelming games yeah. like The Outer Worlds mm-hmm. or Control. Yeah, I know. A game that has atmosphere in spades, yeah. but has 
doesn't have the writing and like real control scheme or, or just gameplay to back it up. Hmm. Um, yeah, you can you can throw things. That's probably like one of the coolest parts. <laughs> no, no, the about powers it. are cool. Yeah, yeah, but it's just that's all. It's remedy, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, all their games are that. It's just yeah. you float around. You have cool powers, and you don't ever really feel. The physics are weird. You don't feel grounded in the world that you're supposed to be in. And then mm-hmm. the story is usually kind of shaky. And so there you go. Um, yeah, I love that Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's is that your bad. pick? No, it's not, it can't be my pick. Oh, okay. Well, what is your pick then? Well, this goes... Okay. Here's another remake. Link's Awakening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I played this game 25 years ago. Right. And here we are. I know. So you know what the best game is? What? Trials Rising. What? <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. What is that? That's the, mo- the dirt bike game. Oh, okay. This series has been around yeah. for a long, long time. This is the newest entry. And it's... You can't not have fun playing that game. And it's all goofy. I do is fail at yeah. that game. And yet it is so fun. The tracks are insane. The edited tracks, there's like, you know, you can make your own tracks. Mm. And some of the things that people come up with are crazy. They mm. Somehow they turn it into like first person shooters and stuff like that. Sure, and yeah. Like, and, and like side scrolling, like Mario type stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you could do anything in that game. It's endlessly customizable. It's just pure bliss and fun. You know, it's it's like a good party game. Yeah. Like screw Mario Party. Just hand it the controller to somebody and go, I don't know what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you won't nobody's good at it. Just go. Right. And it's fun and it's endlessly replayable. The only drawback is the horrible, horrible music. Oh. They should spend a little more money and get some actual music that people would want to hear. Sure. It's just this generic like blah, 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 Punk blah, kind blah, of yeah. yeah. And then a little bit of like like rock rap, which is like, wait a minute, what are <laughs> What year is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going trial. Everything else cancels each other out. Yeah. Trials rising. All right. That's the one. Fair. Uh, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. Anything else? Um, Any uh, creators or performers or? Well, I mean, this really goes back to, to Endgame. I have to give it to the Russo brothers um, yeah, just well. for, for bringing it home and like, you know, just steering this mammoth film that is Avengers Endgame. I mean, I know they did Infinity War 2 and they did two of the Captain America films. Um, and they did that Ray Romano film. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wasn't that their before their first oh, movie maybe. was like the Ray Romano film, right? That could be. Welcome to Collingswood or Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I heard about that one. <laughs> it's just not a good movie and no. does not at all preface or 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 show what they can show do. what uh yeah what they they would do oh no no i'm thinking of um welcome to bridgeport or oh okay uh, but still this is yeah this is still uh, uh it's a george clooney sam rockwell movie yes uh, and it's kind of like a comedy movie yes um it doesn't show at all like where they would their end chops up. yeah you know yeah they they directed some <laughs> rest of development and some community oh yeah and, yeah um and, and I think you said, like, I'd love to see them to do, like, other films. And I agree with you. Mooseport. Like, uh, yeah? Welcome to Mooseport. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, just go ahead. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but there there have, a, there have a couple things coming up that they're, um, uh, you know, going to be working on. But they're working with some of the same Marvel people on them. Like, uh, there's this movie called DACA, which Joe wrote. And they're, I think they are producing it but they're not actually directing it 
And it stars... They're working on some foreign projects, too. Yeah. It stars Chris Hensworth and David Harbour. Yeah. And then there's this movie, Cherry, which is a semi-autobiographical novel about an army medic who comes back from Iraq in Rob's Banks. And it was written by this guy who's still in prison. Okay, so it's a true story. Um, yeah, and it well, sounds kind of like it's loosely presidents or something. But loosely yeah. based, and uh, Tom Holland is playing the lead in that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, All right. Okay. I uh, like that Tom Harry Potter, not his name, has had a lot of trouble <laughs> slipping that image. Yeah. To play stuff, and I think he's found his niche. But Tom Holland's like, I'm Tom Holland. I, pl- I was the backup dancer in Billy Elliot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I was in the revival of Billy Elliot yeah. or whatever. So I'm a action star. I'm a spy. I'm all these things. I know. I'm Nathan Drake. I know. Are you? I know. Are you? Uh, but, but I guess they, they're also set up to direct uh, um, a new version of The Poltergeist. Sure. And uh, they're going to executive produce an animated series <laughs> on <laughs> Netflix. Huh? Just Poltergeist. Yeah, right? Uh, and they're going to executive produce an animated series on Netflix based on Magic the Gathering, which apparently they're yeah. huge fans of. Yeah. And, I mean, they're producing they play... that, but yeah. Yeah. They're huge fans of. They play it, apparently. Doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. God, Dad. Jeez. <laughs> you and Uncle Tony, that's all you do. Uh, if I had to call out some creators, um, we've said his name a million times, but the aforementioned uh, Noah Hawley, of course. Oh, Another yeah, guy for who sure. was like, wow, where'd he come from? I know. I remember watching The Unusuals. Wasn't that what it was? Was that what it was? It was like his first cop show on ABC, and it was like a comedy cop show starring Amber Tamblyn and Jeremy Renner. <laughs> and it was like, they're busting cases, but it's kind of like, it's like Scrubs, but it was a cop show. Sure. Um, not canceled. Not great. Okay. <laughs> it was all right. Uh, and then you know here he is. Mm-hmm. And then of course, and he's got Fargo. It doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't really cross over into genre, so we don't talk about it a lot. But like Fargo and just all those other successes. Legion could have easily been on my. Oh uh, yeah, best Legion TV. was. Legion was great. Yeah. Um. So definitely him. Um. You know I don't. I haven't seen Marriage Story. Don't really plan to. No. But I like this dab driver kid. <laughs> Every single year, he's had a better year than the year before. That's true. You know? Yeah. And as long as he doesn't have to watch what he does, 2020 is going to be even better. <laughs> Until he accidentally catches uh, a view of himself on a, a, a screen in Times Square. And I know. throws himself off the Empire State Building. Right. Uh, we're pulling for you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. And then somebody else who just can't be stopped and the years just keep getting better uh, is Mr. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. That guy. He's doing great. You can't stop that guy. No. He can do anything. Yeah. He proved it when he played a pirate or whatever he is in the, <laughs> in the lighthouse. You know. And he had three movies this year. Uh, he has already got uh, three movies slated to come out for next year and three additional movies that he's uh, actually still working on. Wow. Um, yeah. Guy. And then, yeah. And then he was in like five movies last year. He's actually set up to be in Robert Eggers' next film. Oh. Uh, which is a Viking movie. Really? Set in the 10th century, starring Anya Taylor-Joy, bringing her back from The Witch. Okay, sure. Taking uh, Willem Dafoe from Lighthouse. Yeah. At a uh, Nicole Kidman. Very nice. And uh, Bill Skarsgård. Okay, I can see it. Mr. It. Yes. So, yeah. Looking for a lot from that guy. Yeah. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. 
I all right. I have a new theory. You know yeah. how like every movie that ends in a question mark fails. Yes. <laughs> That's Hollywood like superstition. Yeah. Check this out. Welcome to Collinwood. Welcome to Mooseport. Welcome to Marwen. I think movies that start their titles start with "Welcome to" don't, don't do well. Succeed? No. Prove me wrong. Yeah, uh, I think you're onto something there. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Jumanji colon Welcome to the Jungle. Right, 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 right. It was called Welcome to the Jungle, like the movie from 2013 starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Adam Brody. It wouldn't oh, have been defeated. Wow. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Adam Brody. Now you say, what about Welcome to the Dollhouse? And I would say, that was like a indie hit. Like, yeah. It was, you know, it didn't like gross a ton. Okay, sure. But what about Welcome to Me? Same what about Welcome to the Rileys? Oh, you mean like James Gandolfini's last film? Wow. Or, no, his last film was the one with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but that was one of his last with Kristen Stewart. Okay. I um, think... I think you're onto something. I think I am. Yeah. What you do with that information is up to you. <laughs> well, I think I don't welcome you anywhere, right? Welcome to Baby Yoda. <laughs> Well, that is it for our look back at 2019. I mean, for all the complaining we did, we had a lot of fun. I think so. And I guess that's the point, right? Yeah. So maybe 2019 was, as I said at the beginning of the show, not the hellest of the hellscapes. Right. But there's always next year. <laughs> and we hope you follow us into next year. We're, of course, available to chat with on Facebook and Twitter and social media. And we'll be uh, redoubling our efforts uh, to communicate on those in the new year. Also, we have a Discord server that we will invite anybody to who wants to go. Mm-hmm. We've got a link that should be valid for it in the show notes. Or you can just message us at Just Enough Trope on Facebook or at Just Enough Trope on Twitter, and we'll send you an invitation. Come join us and talk about um, basically all the subjects of the shows uh, on the Just Enough Trope network. Yes. Um, like pop culture, movies, TV, uh, movies, movie films, mm-hmm. uh, TV, TV games, and video shows <laughs> on anime, uh, anything you can think of yes. uh, that is probably... Something you should have left behind uh, when you became an adult. Uh, we're still talking about, and so we'd love to see you there. Also, if you are listening to the show and you are not subscribed to us on your platform of choice, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't know how you get it, so I'm going to assume that you are. But if you're not, <laughs> go for it, subscribe. And if you do listen to us on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your platform is, think about this. Give us a gift. Yeah. It's late for Christmas. Maybe this is a New Year's gift. People sure. do that? Yeah. Uh, let's say yes. Let's in, say yes. In Japan, they do. Give us a, give us a Japanese gift. <laughs> Subscribe to Sailor Noob. Yes. And uh, give us a review. Yeah. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, we've been around for a while, and I was looking at how many reviews we've got, and I thought, we need more than this, and it's because mm-hmm. we probably don't uh, encourage people to do that. So that's my call to action for this. Uh, we'd appreciate a re- rating and review from you on your listening platform or choice. Doesn't matter which one it is. Wherever you listen to us, let the people in charge know that we're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And uh, to that end, give us five Babu Fricks. You thought I was going to say Baby nice. Yoda's. You were wrong. <laughs> hey, Babu Frick. <laughs> the world's new boyfriend. <laughs> 
can fix me anytime. Uh, no, give us uh, five stars uh, on those and we'd appreciate it. We'll be back in the new year to talk about all the pop culture that's coming up in 2020 and beyond. And until then, I'm Hugh Downs. And I'm Barbara Wawa. <laughs> Keep the geek fires burning. <laughs>